Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Wow, this one. Podcast 1267, Gary Taubles and Stephen Goyenet. I don't know how to say his name, Stefan, well, it had become clear why saying his name is difficult during this podcast, because the guy Gary couldn't say Stefan's name almost at all, and even Joe had a hard time saying it. This podcast, ladies and gentlemen, was... Uh, I'm going to say it, and even Joe did. It's difficult to listen to in so many ways. It's difficult because it was so complicated. I have a science background. In fact, it's biochemistry, which is the same as the uh, Stefan guy. And I'm not sure what conclusions I made from it. There's some information in there, but if you're trying to figure out low-carb obesity versus something else, or you do keto or whatever... um, Shit. Take some notes and be patient, because this one was a doozy. But let's start the review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? So where to begin? Oh, shit. Where to begin? All right, so the Gary guy, he is the, I guess, low-carb guy, right? He's like the keto end of the research of things. Um, and then Stefan, um, who used to be a fan of Gary's and friends with him, has done his own research and has now a PhD and has decided that that's not the way to go, that it's just overall calorie intake. And there's plenty of people that eat lots of sugar, lots of honey in different places, but they're very active. And then therefore, you know, that's what leads to uh, obesity, right? So, oh my God, this was a, this was a tricky one. I'm telling you to get through. I had to go for a walk in the park just to finish it. I was headphones on. Let's go. You know, I'm not going to give up on this podcast. I do a review about it. So fuck it. I got to listen to it. But these two argued a lot. Gary, I think, argued the most. He got very defensive, argued a bunch. He was trying to defend his point. And, you know, some people are better in discussions than others. And this is always the trouble with the idea of these kind of debates, though they're very important. I love that Joe does these. It's great to have people on with differing opinions, even strong opinions, and, and see if you can get them to talk, you know. And Joe is a good mediator, but I think he struggled with this one. I think this one was tough to keep these two on track. Stefan was more clearly spoken, more concise, and uh, didn't didn't get quite as defensive, Um his points seem to make more sense. Personally, I like the idea of keto, ketogenics. I've done it for a while. Like many people that listen to Rogan, like you give it a shot. It works great for me. Um, it's hard to do. It takes a ton of discipline. And to do it right is really difficult because you got to monitor like your ketone levels. And oftentimes, you got to 
you gotta take blood samples really it's like checking for diabetes like you prick your finger you put it put the drop of blood on a little uh it's like a tab thing that has a microchip in and it reads it reads your ketones it's not easy to do and those things aren't cheap the piss test one strips are very cheap but they're not super accurate and the longer you're in ketosis for that they don't really show you a great deal uh, they're good when you're fasting to show you that you're in ketosis because you make kind of high levels of ketones. But anyway, that shit works well for me. I have good energy. I'm really focused. I get a lot done. I can think clearly. Uh, I like eating like that f- for the most part. And also it really works my discipline muscle. Uh, it's not a real muscle, but you know what I mean? It's like it, it enhances my discipline for sure, which, which spills over into other areas of life because you're not just... You, you know, you got to think about what you eat and you got to maintain the, the the levels, you know, low carb, super high fat, whatever. And you generally eat better, you feel better, right? So for me, it works. For a lot of people, it doesn't. Not many people can stay on it. In fact, almost everyone I've ever known that's got on it has either, yeah, has definitely stopped now. Most people fail right away. Maybe they only do a week or so and that's it. Um, so I'm curious to know. I was curious to listen to this one and figure out what the fuck is going on what's the research saying uh, but no doubt people can eat regular carbs and as long as it's good healthy food and if they work out a ton they're going to be in good shape too i know joe goes back and forth between keto and not keto and uh, mostly low carb and you know i go back and forth on things as long as you're working out pretty hard um and you're your intensity there is, is solid i think you're in pretty good shape so in a sense, both of these guys were inherently going to be somewhat right. Why they couldn't come to more of an understanding, I don't know. So Stefan's big point is like a lot of your, the obesity regulation comes from the brain. And there's this thing called lectin, which is some enzyme that or hormone that's created. And then that allows you to... Um, uh, it responds to like the fat stimulus okay so that's what's causing you to store fat it's in response to this so where on the other side of the coin you've got uh gary who's saying that no it's carbohydrates and it doesn't matter how much you work out and how or how sedentary you are basically his idea is that you know it's the carbohydrates and sugar that makes everyone fat and obesity has nothing to do with Um, exercise and working out which that has to be bullshit like why why even threw that into the argument i have no idea it really it's just like unless you're really trying to drive your point home but to say if you could just get them up and get them moving and really making them i mean if you take someone and really fucking make them sweat to death then you can probably feed them to a point almost anything I don't know. I don't do research on either of this shit. But just to dismiss exercise seems seems very silly indeed. I don't know. Um, the, the trouble with this one, other than the arguing, is that the points seem to go round and round and round. And see if you can make head nor tails of it. I think that this, like Joe even said, this is the beginning of a few conversations that need to be had. Because... I don't know how they can get to the bottom of it. it. Probably, chances are, I think it would be better to bring on a couple of people. Stefan should come back on for sure. I like the way he was debating. Gary probably does better on his own. Get him on on his own. Maybe he can make a, a little bit more um, 
sense of things. And because, I mean, really, I wasn't 100% sure what he was talking about, really, and what his points were. He kept using these, like, single-person anecdotes, like, well, my friend Tom, or this one lady I know, used to eat bread all day and, and regular other food and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about? It's almost like when you ever get a conversation with somebody, and it, but it's, it's like somebody at a bar that wants to tell you about how all these things work and you're just like dude how the fuck could you even possibly know any of this you just like sense the bullshit right away i'm not saying gareth's full of shit right i'm just saying that he wasn't very concise with his point and it definitely wasn't persuasive and if anything i went into this with a bias i would have been on his side i'm more on the low end carbohydrate keto side of things i think that's really beneficial because it's worked for me I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, that is what works for me. And to see Stefan have a completely different idea, a completely different angle where he's coming from, it, it still ended up that he was the most persuasive just because he was calmer. He didn't argue as much. He didn't get as defensive. And he really kind of backed up his points for as much as he could make. But even with what he was saying, I will not, I'm not even 100% sure what his conclusion was. I think his was like, okay, the brain regulates your weight and just keep your calories lower. It doesn't matter how you do it. So any, whether it's protein, carbohydrates, or fats, doesn't matter which of the three you have, as long as the overall calories are a little bit lower, you can lose some weight. That's the end of it. Um, All right, fine. But what happens if you just fucking love eating and you can't stop? Like, you just can always get a hold of a bag of chips and you're just going to eat them. And they do say that the more carbs you eat, the more you want to eat. And that, I would say, is definitely true. Because once you're on ketosis for a while, you don't really crave the carbs or the sugar in the same way. You just don't want it. And as soon as you try it, you get a crash and you feel like shit. So you start to associate carbs with, like, feeling crapper. And with that, because you're more in a state of, like, ketosis, you generally don't need to eat as much so you can kind of keep your your overall intake lower and it's not as frustrating you don't feel hungry all day long you just you feel fine you're just like oh i feel good and your energy's high and you you know and and i always work out the most for sure when i'm in ketosis i don't know if you any of you guys do it email me if you do and you get results from it i'd be i'd be interested to hear it you don't always get a lot of feedback from people that do it because it's fucking hard to do but when I do it, that's when I work out the most. Well, then I'm working out the most. That's a good thing, right? That's You get good benefits from that. And I don't know. I don't know where either of these two guys went. They, they seemed like a little bit too much bias. And then Gary would come out and sh- shoot down every study that Stefan um, cited saying that it was a bullshit study. I'm like, hold on. If we can't believe any studies in science, how the fuck can we believe anything? Like, what are we really supposed to take away from this? Uh, I, I think these debates are just very difficult. They're difficult to, to hash out science-wise because maybe it's difficult to piece together a really accurate answer to what's going on. Um... I don't know. I I think that 
I think that in a way, anecdotal is what you can go for. I mean, obviously, I'm saying it. I say it works for me. That's just one person, and it's anecdotal, and it probably won't work for everybody else. But if you know it works for you, if that's the best way for you to uh, kind of feel and, and, and work out and stay in shape, that's probably a good start, you know? But if you suffer from obesity or you really struggle to lose weight and you're trying to find answers and good science behind it shit good luck because i think that it's just a mess of information out there and it's very difficult it's very tough but see if you guys can hammer through this one if you can fair play to you you might get something out of it and if you do if you can make sense of it and you're smarter than me which is highly likely because i after listening to this was like fuck do i know anything i can't make any sense of this i'm a dummy you know let me know give me an email and thanks for listening cheerio (laughs) 